0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi everybody, I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen, and today we are going to go over the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts this past Sunday that happened at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And there's a lot to go over, a ton to go over. And the reason why I delayed letting this video out is because I wanted to go over the All-22 to see, in fact, what really happened, especially with our offense, right? So this is post All-22 dropping, me recording after watching the film probably five different times, you know, going all the way through it. And there's there's a lot to go over here, a lot to go over uh, one there's a lot of good that came out of this there's a lot of question marks to come out of this and you know what i was wrong on one thing and right on another and we're going to get into that in just one moment but until then i just want to remind everybody that bet online is still your number one source for all your betting needs get the latest odds lines and matchup reports for ba- baseball boxing golf nfl and more Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place all your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and car games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember, use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. So, first and foremost, I want to talk where I was right. The Indianapolis Colts defense is good. All right, not just the run game, but the pass defense also, okay? The run D was absolutely solid. At halftime, they held the Jacksonville Jaguars at 2.2 yards a carry. By the end of the game, now I'm talking about the running backs wide receiver, not quarterback scrambles. By the end of the game, they held them to the three yards a carry. Three. Well, guess what? Even And it was they allowed less. What was it? 80 some yards rushing for them. Now they had a total rushing of more than that because you got to factor in the 21 yards from Trevor Lawrence, right? But the man that run D is good. Oh my goodness, we have a front, we have an elite front seven. Elite. I am incredibly happy, not just with our starters, but with the depth was able to actually see some of these. Uh guys come in, give other guys breathers, and the guys that were coming in, you know, were stepping in and playing very, very good football. Guys like Dio Odangbo, guys like um, you know, uh oh my goodness, my brain just stopped for two Taekwon Lewis. Sorry about that, guys. And and others that come in and played, they did very, very good. Shaquille Leonard looked like he was on to on, on his game as well. Obviously, Zaire Franklin. Had himself a monster, monster game today. But let's talk about that secondary, all right? People want to say, well, I mean, the Jaguars, they gave—they the, scored 31 points. I'll explain why that 31 points is nothing to me when it comes to the defense. Because the Indianapolis Colts defense held Jacksonville to under 350 yards, okay, as a total offense. They held Trevor Lawrence, to 241 yards passing and that's talking about this team that has Bigsby you know that has Agnew that has Jones that has Ridley that has Christian Kirk they are loaded right loaded don't, don't forget about Evan Ingram the tight end loaded offense we held him to 241 yards passing and even got an interception out of that right and a sack and a uh, a strip sack out of that situation, this is a fantastic defense. The secondary played very, very good, even though the majority of the time they were playing a lot of zone. But when I said zone, right, I said, look, Trevor Lawrence will probably complete about 75% of his passes. Well, guess what? He was 24-32. That's 75% of his passes. But he only averaged seven and a half yards a pass, okay? Which means, as I said, they did not allow anything big. They tried to wait, make them make a mistake, take the short stuff. And they did exactly that. They did it very, very well. Everyone across the board, I thought, did very, very well. Now, Calvin Ridley did get 101 yards receiving in that touchdown. He's the only guy that broke 100, and he got 101 on eight catches. I'll take that. I'll take that every day. When when the the top receiver, we give up only 101 yards to a really good receiver like Calvin Ridley. You know, I'd say that's that's pretty solid for a, a team that had a whole what? Both outside corners had a total of 177 snaps in game, right? And that and that was one guy, Dallas Flowers, right? Because our other guy, Baker Junior, Daryl. He did not have any snaps. Thought so both of our outside corners played very, very well, especially for guys that were inexperienced. Just because you're inexperienced doesn't mean that you're bad. So why did Jacksonville end up with 31 points on the day? That doesn't sound like a good defensive day, does it? Well, I'll tell you what. When you're giving them starting field position around the 50, let's see, they had to go 60 yards or less for a touchdown seven times, seven, okay? They were on the wrong side of the 40 seven times in this game, all right? Bad special teams coverage, an interception, multiple different uh, fourth down conversions that didn't work, right? Bad punting. I mean, it was across the board. This was just a bad day. Special teams and honestly, a lot of question marks when it comes to some of the play calls, right? A lot of question marks. If you know that you're having trouble running the football, why are you going for it on fourth and two, fourth and four? At like the 46 yard line. I get it. It's the no man's land. I get it. I understand that. But if your defense is playing as good as it was playing, make the other team go the distance of the field, right? Make them go the distance. Don't put a bunch of pressure on that defense. Let them have room to work. You have Rigoberto Sanchez. Granted, he wasn't punting the best, but most of the time he was punting out of his own stinking end zone or somewhere close, all right? I don't want to see that. I want to see better decision-making when it comes to this. If you're only getting two yards of carry, and that's on first and second down, and you're looking at fourth and two, you know the defense is expecting you to run the ball, whether it's with a running back or whether it's with Anthony Richardson or something of that nature, probably ain't going to get it. Punt the day on thing. Punt it. All right? If you don't have faith in Matt Gay, the guy that you're paying for, more than any other kicker in the NFL. You don't have faith he can hit a 60, 61 yard field goal, punt it. That's my thought process on it. All right. Now, we got that out of the way. Let's talk about the offense. Let's talk about the offense. I was wrong, at least at first glance, with the offensive line being a solid bounce back game one. All right. Now I'll tell you what I was right on the play calling in the first half. I was like, you're going to see stuff you've never seen before. And no other team has seen before from an Indianapolis Colts offense. And we did. Oh my goodness. We were seeing all kinds of pistol formations and, and multiple different types of motions and, all kinds of things that we had never seen before as Indianapolis Colts fans in the first half. And it was working. It was confusing the defenses at times, especially when it comes to, you know, where you were delivering the football. Few times Anthony Richardson chose the wrong destination of the football after the snap. All right. Or maybe he should have went ahead and passed it to the man in motion. Right. Or maybe he should have went ahead and faked the handoff and taken it outside himself. But that's neither here nor there. The offensive line was not doing a good job run blocking. The tight ends, I thought, did a pretty solid job. I mean, I thought they did pretty good all the way around the board, all right? Kylan Granson was solid. And uh, uh, I really hope that, I really hope that Andrew Ogletree comes back from this concussion very, very fast because he has potential. In my opinion, I think the two starting all tight ends on this team should be Kylan Granson and, and Andrew Ogletree. Look, I understand Moali Cox. You're hoping the bounce back year for him. I get it. I understand. We're going to get a good look at that at the All-22 later on when I do that, which it will be done right after I get done recording this. Um, But the other two guys are explosive. Absolutely explosive and are good blockers right now. Utilize them. All right. Wide receiver-wise, I think Alec Pierce was targeted once. I think, near the end of the first half, um, there was a few plays that were left out there in the passing game that I was, uh, eh, I don't know. I figured that uh, Richardson should have done something differently, but he's young. Anthony Richardson, holy crap. Anthony Richardson was fantastic. In the first half, dude had an 80% completion percentage. completion percentage in the first half. Now he finished off 65%, which is way higher than where people were putting the line at being, uh, you know, okay with, right? Most people were saying 60% and you're like, yay, right? He had a 65% completion percentage at the end of the game. He's 80% at halftime. What happened? He started becoming very erratic in the second half in his passing. And, again, expect that. I think he had nine passes that you could put on him for why they were incomplete. Okay, nine out of his day. Now, yes, I get it. I mean, he threw 37 passes, completed 24 of them. There was nine that were on him on on how badly or poorly he threw the football. So that's 24 of 28. So four of them were what? Just contested or drops? Haven't got in to look at that, but I have seen that nine of them were on him. Still 24 of 37, 223 yards, a touchdown and a pick. That pick was awful, by the way. Uh, Another one of those situations where you would... I was saying during the game, you you don't turn the football over here. Gotta get points. Gotta get points. Gotta what? Oh, or, or just throw an interception, you know. <laughs> um, it was a bad decision to throw that football. Uh, the guy was it, it would have had to have been a perfect, I mean, absolutely perfectly placed football for that not to get picked or tipped down, right? And it wasn't, it was it was not thrown high enough to get over the guy that was playing underneath. And if you talk, I get it. I understand it. The, the guy who intercepted it later on says, Oh, I was trying to bait him. Doesn't matter. I mean, you could see he was there. You could see that there was another guy right there as well. All right. Uh, so technically there were two guys underneath and a guy over the top. It would have had to have been a perfect pass, no matter what, in order to make that completion. I don't, I didn't like the attempt. I think there were, Either throw it away, take off and run, do something. Don't make a pass that has a very, very, very tiny window of making it a complete pass. You know, you gotta look at the pluses and the minuses. If that's a if that pass is off even a little bit, high or low, it's an interception. All right. When you and I throw like that, you just don't throw passes like that. Okay. The incompletion to say Mo Alley Cox earlier right earlier in the game that's a pass you throw that's a pass you absolutely throw cuz he threw it a little high no way on god's green earth that the defender could have got the football mo got a fingertip on it and that was it all right he jumped up there he he was the only guy that had a shot there was no one beyond moeli cox to catch the interception off a tip all right so yes you make that throw and hope that you could deliver it in the tight window. That's fine. Um, But yeah, second half, he was wildly uh, erratic, right up until the final drive, right, where he ends up not working, you know. Um, But I thought he showed a lot of poise. He did get hurt twice, actually. Banged up his knee in the first half, and then in the second, rolled his ankle. All right. And that comes from scrambling a lot. Okay. Very worrisome. I don't want to see my quarterback. Granted, you're 6'5, 250 plus pounds. All right. And got a motor and can move. Run occasionally. That's fine. But know when to go down. You don't have to plow forward every time. Okay. Know when to slide. Know when to go out of bounds. No when not to take that hit. I'd appreciate it. Um sometimes you just fold and take the sack, right? Sometimes you can do that. Now, granted, he was sacked. Jacksonville Jaguars had sacks today. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh Colts gave up four sacks on the day. That's that's not good. I don't I don't want to see four sacks a game average that's that's not something that I want to see I want to see more along the lines of what Jacksonville ended up giving up two two sacks on the day is all the Colts defense got all right they did get a lot of pressure though and as I said I didn't expect a lot of sacks because Trevor Lawrence likes to get rid of the football quick but let's be fair here the thing that stopped the Indianapolis Colts is the fact that they could not run the football okay That's what hurt this team. You can't walk into a game and average what the Indianapolis Colts averaged at running the football. Deion Jackson had 13 carries for 14 yards. Evan Hall, one carry, one yard. Jake Funk, two carries, 10 yards. Ladies and gentlemen, the running backs had 16 carries. For 34 yards. That's two yards to carry. No, 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 no. We got to do better than that. Okay? I mean, Anthony Richardson had 10 carries for 40 and a tug. That's only four yards. If Anthony Richardson's only getting four yards a carry, there's something wrong when it comes to the whole running game in general. All right? I don't know. Now, granted, I think that uh, you know, Jacksonville played a lot of zone coverage. All right, so they always had guys looking back in the backfield, watching. You're not going to get a lot of um, a lot of good plays from your quarterback and scrambling when all 11 defenders is looking back at the quarterback. That's why the Colts run a lot of zone, right? It's why the Colts have a good run defense. But we got to figure a way to making it work. All right. And I saw some wham blocks. I saw some pulls. I've seen a lot of different type of blocking schemes in this game by the Indianapolis Colts. They just need to execute a little bit better, a little bit faster. There were times when I would see – Will Fries will get on his man, but not get him all the way out. Almost, but not far enough out to where the defender can't reach out, get an arm out there, and stop him. All right. We're used to seeing holes the size that, you know, semis could drive through, and Jonathan Taylor just take it 70 yards. Look, from what I was seeing on that, and everybody's like, oh, Jonathan Taylor, he he would have done so much better. This was better for Jonathan Taylor. No, not in this game. The holes weren't there. Jonathan Taylor might have averaged a yard more a carry. So that's what? Three yards a carry rather than two? Literally, there was nowhere to run. That is a problem. We need to get that fixed. Shane Steichen, the offensive line coach, needs to get together, figure out what the problem was, and get it fixed asap because if there is no run game then this indianapolis colts offense don't stand a chance all season you're putting a lot of weight on the shoulders of a young young rookie quarterback who already doesn't have a lot of experience got to get the run game going and it all starts with a blocking So let's get that going first and foremost, guys, make sure if you're watching this on YouTube, smash that like button, hit subscribe. If you're checking this out on an audio podcast, man, I'd appreciate you uh, sharing it um, and leaving a comment, you know, a review, that'd be awesome. And then go to YouTube, check out Believe in Colts or Lawrence Owen, my page on YouTube and go check it out because there's always film rooms there's always more more stuff you can check out and until next time i'm lawrence owen this was believe in colts brought to you by bet online and as usual go colts do you believe thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform